Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks on 365 Sportscast Radio Network. Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. As always, along with Chris Chambers, my brother, I am Ryan, and we are back after a bit of a break. Uh, it's been a little bit of a crazy week, hasn't it been, Chris? For both yeah, of us, actually. It was only one game. Calm down. We can take a game off. We're not players. <laughs> we do what we want. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. So uh, we're going to talk to you guys today about the uh, the recent Stars loss against the bottom feeding of the Central Division Detroit Red Wings. And, and you could probably feel my feelings about that just by that <laughs> comment. And uh, then we're going to get you guys ready for uh, tomorrow. All right. Um, as we are recording this, it is currently 11.16 Central Time. So, uh, on Friday. Ve- on Friday, so it is very late. Um, so let's talk about the, the game from, from Thursday, Chris, because it's it, same team, new game, same story. It, it kind of feels like, right? Yep. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, it's like again, we felt like the better team. We almost outshoot them by twice as many shots. Feels like we have way more chances, and we still don't win. I I don't know what to do about this. Uh, I keep I keep coming on here and saying that, but it's just like, yeah. Well, the the best soundbite from from yesterday was uh I don't remember who said it, but it, it was. We keep playing good, and we find ways to lose, which is the exact Saad. opposite. No, it, some player said it, and Saad some stole Some player it. said it, so maybe, yeah. so maybe he stole That's it why, the player. Yeah. yeah, but but it, 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 it's, it really sums it up perfectly, and it's the exact opposite of last season. Last season, we'd play bad, and we'd find a reason to win. And this season, as a team, we played decently. I would say good this game. I thought we were playing well. But we just we still find a way to lose, and it's goaltending, which it hasn't been. Goaltending hasn't been a problem recently. Ottinger has been playing great, and finally this game, it's the first bad game, and we can't pull him out of it, which sucks. I'm not saying like we should give Ottinger any slack, like he sucked, but <laughs> still, it, it, well, a good team would that, find a way to win to to score four goals and help him out. Especially that second goal, the second goal the second in the goal second period. Is that terrible. was that's the he straight. And, I mean, everybody knew he should have had that. And, and, and he knows and he it. He knows it, too. too. And he, he probably... I think the first goal is not, not a terrible goal, but, like, it's very savable. And he would tell you that that one's bad, too. So he, he knows he was the problem today. And, like, as a rookie goaltender who... He's played four starts in a row. He's the starter now. Who is your starter? You've got to, you've got to expect that. He's going to have games like this. And this being his first one this far into the season, like, hey, I'll take it. And it was only three goals... Like, he lost three goals, and that's his bad game. So, like, we'll take that. But we we only found a way to score a goal halfway through the third period. After they had scored three goals. After they had scored three. Come on. you got We got to find a way to score, the, to score goals. And I don't know. I feel like we were getting, we were getting, like, better chances but they weren't like dirtier chances like the way we were scoring goals earlier you find it you kind of feel the same way it 
it, it's just hard to get behind this team right now because it almost feels like the we had all the puck cluck in the world in the bubble playoffs and we were getting the goals when it mattered like every single time i mean you, you who would have guessed that kv ronta would score a hat trick in game seven against colorado nobody would have guessed that ever who would have guessed that you know being down two games to one in the first round series against the Cal- the Calgary Flames that Joe Pavelski would score a game tying goal, you know, with seconds left in the game to force overtime, and then we'd go to win that game in overtime and then go win- to win the series. It-, it just seems like we can't get any kind of luck at all. Period. And I I, I was I just kept look watching this game. And each time that the puck went into the Detroit zone, it just seemed to bounce in the right way for Detroit to get it out of the zone, especially in the third period. And But here's, here's my, my fallback on that, because at this point, you can't just say, oh, we're getting unlucky. You have to force your own luck. The good teams get their own luck, and we're not getting that right now. So especially I, against a bad team, like it's where we are. If we're trying to push for that fourth spot, you can't let the teams below you beat you. You have to win almost every single one of these games and steal a couple from the teams above you. If that's how you're trying to, to scrape your way in. And, right. And that's all we, that's all we expect from this team at this point. We expected them to be, well, I expected them to be fourth, but you expected them to be second in this division. Hey, the first four and games, so did a, they were, yeah, so they did were a lot of other people. So did a lot of other people. So they expected them to be, to be up there in the top of the division, and now we're just hoping to scrape to get fourth. And uh, I, I tweeted right after this game uh, yesterday. That was just like, it. This is the first time I felt like the Stars don't have any chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, when you lose to a team this bad, it's hard to feel it. Yeah, and 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 you feel like I felt this way for weeks now, that this team is going to turn this around. Okay, they're finally playing well. Like, we had that stretch where we were losing games, but yeah. and we, we were, were losing games because we were too. sucking. Yeah, we were sucking it up. Yeah, like, we weren't playing yeah. well it, at all. I mean, Dobby, these past Dobby few games, was the it only... feels like we're playing good and losing. Right, exactly. And that's the point, is, is that we're playing well, we're playing better, we're getting the results we want, we're getting the chances we want, we're, we're almost always out-chancing every team we play but then we get these lopsided games. The the four to nothing game you talked about a, a couple of weeks ago, it that we felt like we should have been leading, and we were losing four to nothing. And then the same in this game. I was this close. I, I I'll go ahead and tell you this, but I was this close to turning off the Red Wings game. And then yeah. Rope hints well, made that it. After that third goal. <laughs> yeah, I was this close. I was just like, I'm I'm not watching this. I'm not watching my team lose to the to the worst team in the division that we will see this entire season. Yeah. And then 25 seconds later, Rope made it, made it interesting. It, it was over at that point anyways, but still. So Chris, what do we got to do? Do we just keep doing the same thing and hope it goes our way or what, what do we do? Well, I think the reason stuff like this is happening. So, so we'll say the big difference between this season and last season is that, Last season, we would find ways to win, and this season, we're finding ways to lose. I kind of want to key in on that. And if you think about just big picture, 
why can we find ways to win games last season but not this season? The big difference is injuries still. Like I know we talk about it a lot, but I feel like we have the most important people injured from anyone in the league. Like two of our highest paid players are out for the majority of the season. Ben Bishop and Tyler Sagan being out hurts like crazy. And it's so much easier now to see now that Dobby isn't playing the best hockey of his life. Like now that he's come back down to earth and and we're relying relying on a rookie. We're relying on a 22 year old goaltender to to stay afloat and doggy paddle. Ben Bishop could win us games when we sucked. We could be playing terrible, and he could somehow make us win. Like, he's that good. He is a Vesna candidate every season because he's an outstanding goalie. Tyler Sagan can take over games sometimes. Rope Hints is in and out, so we'll, we'll say he's playing half the games this season. That's pretty much what it's been. And he's second he's, on the stars in scoring. He's shown that he can take over games. So the more players you have out that can be big difference makers in the games, your chances of finding a way to win go down and down and down. And that's why we can't find ways to win and we keep finding ways to lose. Those people who turn the needle, just another tick, another tick, another tick, they're gone. We're missing all of them. They're all back here. And the guys who can push the needle, you just they just have to be on every night. And that's, that's just not, that's not a likely thing to happen. You can't just say, Jamie Benn, you have to play great every night because that's not that's not gonna happen that's not realistic right it's not realistic for any player but when you have more and more players to take unless the needle, you're Connor mcdavid unless you're Connor mcdavid <laughs> or nathan mckinnon but if if you have more and more people pushing that needle you have a higher and higher chance that one of them will make the play that you need someone will make the big play to turn the tide in the game get that goal when you're slipping make that big save when the other team is pushing but when we don't have those big players, the needle's not in our favor. So that's the reason. What you need to do when you don't have those players is you keep doing this and you hope that somebody does it. Like that's what a bubble team, like a team trying to get in the playoffs does. They don't have the skill to win those games. But I think right now we're doing as, as best we can and other teams are playing well against us because we are the reigning Western conference champions. So I think we're getting everyone's best. And I think we don't have the guys who can push the needle. So we just need to keep playing our best hockey that we can and hope that one of the guys that can push the needle can make a play in the game to win the game. So I think a game like this, there's not much you can do. You got to say somebody has to step up. So here's my thought on all of this is, uh, and, and this is kind of goes with a question with it to you as well. So when you look at the Stanley Cup contenders who everyone considers to be the contenders, okay, you look at the Tampa Bay Lightning, you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, you look you look at uh, Vegas, you look at, the, you know, these teams that are top two, top three in their division. They have multiple depth players that can provide the offensive side of the puck. And I feel that, for the Stars at least, that that offensive depth is not as deep as many teams in the league. And and one of the things that, you know, we've talked about for years now, and especially with the Stars playing better the past couple of years going uh, two rounds into the playoffs two years ago, and then this past year going all the way to the Stanley Cup final, was the depth that the star has had. And now my thought is, and I guess my question is, 
is the star's depth really that good or is it just we just have a lot of bottom six middle six guys and no top tier talent to to help f- like fill those spots when those players like Sagan and Radulov and Bishop and you know hence are out I think is, uh, is our depth that good I think our depth guys are hard hard workers and good defenders I think our depth guys are great defenders and I think we we have we have our best goal scorer out definitely in Sagan which sucks and we don't have a goalie who can win us a game by himself so Ottinger I don't think will ever be like the guy who who won the game I mean he, he he's close in the shutout and it's it's kind of weird to say that he wasn't the reason we want to shut out. Like they didn't score a goal, but like, obviously he wasn't very taxed that game, but like, I, I think I'm agreeing with you. Like we don't have offensive depth. And when we're missing these guys who, who can bring that offensive depth, like I know saying just one guy, but he's the, he's our best score. Like every time he's on the ice, he's a threat. And okay, but uh, other but, times we'll have hints out. Other times we'll, uh, so I think the combination is it's a bad game, and when you don't have the players who can turn it into a good game, like even just Tyler Sagan playing good tonight, he like only Tyler Sagan has a good game tonight. Everyone else plays the exact same. I think we win this game. Uh, I, I I don't disagree with you there, but okay. So here's my other thing: is the the good teams always find a way to win, regardless of who's out. I mean, you, you you have to look at the rest of the league, and the rest of the league is dealing with a lot of the same stuff that we are. They're not when missing their number say, one goalie and their number one yes, goal scorer. Okay, but a lot both? of them are missing are either missing one or both or you know different players at different times. I mean, you look at Tampa Bay; they haven't had Kucherov this entire season, this entire season, and he, and he won't play the entire season because if he plays then they're going to be over the salary cap and that's not going to so he's not going to play this season. When you look at uh uh oh goodness, St. Louis, Tarasenko. Tarasenko has been out for more games than he's been in the past 2 years. But look what happened. St. Louis still did I mean they 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 did bad in the bubble playoffs, but the the year before they went to the Stanley Cup final mostly without Tarasenko. And then when you look at the Tampa Bay Lightning this year, they're still playing well. They're the best team in the Central Division. And they both have their number the one goalie. We don't have a number one goalie, and we don't have that player. Yes, but we can't make excuses for that sort of thing. And I think I if you're know. missing two of your best guys, that's a pretty it's a pretty valid excuse. Yes, we have to find a way to get in, but I just think you're going to have games like this that you just can't because you don't have good enough players to do it when those guys are hurt. Like, our roster is good enough. The players on the ice are not. Right now, yes. So we're going to have games that, yeah. So we're gonna have games like this, where we play good, but the one guy doesn't step up and do it. Because that's what you... That's what... Ultimately, in, a, in hockey, there's few goals scored. So you can play an entire good period, and it could be tied. Just because they have one good play, and you only capitalize once. That's just the way hockey is. So... Some guy has to step up and do it. Like, eventually. Some guy has to be the guy to score the goal. That's that's just the nature of hockey. Like, in basketball, you're if you're playing good, you're going to be scoring more points. That doesn't happen in hockey. 
Some guy has to step up and make a big play to score the goal. And, well, and when you have those big guys out, it's harder to do that. So let's talk about a couple of stats that are kind of uh, concerning to me, I would say. And and this has continued, it seems like, for the past couple of weeks as well. So in this game, Dallas outshot the the team again by a large margin, by a huge margin, almost a two-to-one margin again. And that seemed to be a, a a recent thing with the Stars. Like, earlier in the season, it was either they were getting outshot or they were about the same. But it, it seems like since they've started playing better that we've outshot the opposition by a ton. And in some cases, al- almost like triple the amount of shots that the other team has, has done. So... So what are the stars doing wrong? Is it that we're we are just taking not high quality high quality shots, which I don't think that's that's true, or are we just not capitalizing on the chances that we get? Is is that really just it? We're just not capitalizing. Yeah, I, I think it's not capitalizing, and that goes back to my point of our guys who do capitalize and our superstars because they capitalize aren't playing like Sagan and. Regilov has been out and Hintz is out sometimes. I mean, this game they're both in, but I I don't believe Regilov is at 100% yet. And Hintz obviously isn't, and he's still scoring goals. <laughs> so, but it, you, it's just it's just tough. Like, again, there's just that one guy who pushes the needle. So maybe if you have Sagan in this game, you win. And if you have Sagan and Bishop in, just moves the needle more. I mean, you get the metaphor. You get what I'm saying. I think it's right. just those guys making the making the big plays. And when when you're missing two big guys like that, man, it sucks. And it, I think this is the game where you can feel it most. When you're playing good and you just need one more thing. You need one more thing to happen and you can't get it. I think that's just well, why I'm stuck on that point. Well, and what's frustrating is that we all went to that one game back uh, during spring break. Uh, I think it was a, a week and a half ago. And we were like every time the stars had the puck in the offensive zone, we were all yelling, "Shoot, shoot, 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 shoot!" You, me, James, and uh, Amanda—all of us were just yelling, "Shoot!" And mm-hmm. it seems like they're answering, and they're listening to us, and they're taking more shots, and they're they're high quality shots, but we just don't have the players to finish it. Well, but and that's a we good st- that's a good example of of the point, right? Like the game that we went to, we won by four goals, like. Those guys all capitalized at that time. Like, th- they all did. And in this game, they just don't. Like, there's not... S- someone's just got to do it. And it's just when you have less guys who can do it, it's obviously less likely to happen. All right, and here's another uh, concerning thing. Um, so, last year, the Stars were really good at... They had a really good record when it was a one-goal game. Right? So they had a really good record when they when they were just up by one goal. And it seems like this year we are just, you know, finding ways to lose by one goal. Yes. And, and, and it's not and it's not like we've been blown out a bunch of games. We we had the one blowout uh against uh, I already forgot. But I don't it know. Was like I feel fun. like it's like 3. That we've had 3 games we've got blown out in. See, I'm, I'm I, only thinking of two. I'm only thinking of two. But okay, that's that's not the point. Yeah, you but can keep talking. We we gotta we gotta win these one goal games, and for Pete's sake, we gotta find a way to win in overtime and shootouts. 
And and that just goes back to, I, I guess, that Sagan and Bishop are really just that big of a difference for the Stars here in these games. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, it it it's it's tough like it, it feels like just one thing needs to happen so having those two guys who can make that one thing happen is is, a, is such a big deal like just having those playmakers but yeah i just i agree it's frustrating and someone has to decide someone's got to step up more like you think of who who it should be like jimmy ben obviously he's been not not the same since his uh well okay but hold contract. on uh, hold he played on. good uh, i will agree he, he played he's good this played and, and you see we've been we were criticizing him uh, a couple of podcasts episodes ago and then i went back and looked at his uh saw his stats uh on on the detroit game and it's like he had five points in his last six games yeah. So uh, he was just doing it. I, I guess we were just doing. He was doing it quietly, or he just. There were just some boneheaded decisions that he made. Uh, that the point is, we just when, didn't when, like. Or when guys are out, someone has to step up and fill the role. And when we think that someone needs to fill a role, our brains go to Jamie Ben. Like he needs to do he more. Has he has to. He needs to find a way to do more than than what he has been the past two seasons. Because if he doesn't, we're not going to win games because we're missing a whole Tyler Sagan and Ben Bishop. So we need some people to step up. And he's he's been playing he's like he's been playing fine. But like if we're trying to push for the playoffs when we're missing two of our best players, we were missing three of our best players with Gurionov out for like three weeks. Like Radulov. Yeah, Radulov, sorry. The other Russian. We we need somebody somebody to step up and just score goals, and, and nobody could really do it. Well, and and I mean we have had players that have stepped up this year. Yeah, but like, like Hens has played individually, individual in individual yeah. games as well is what I mean. Like yeah, no one's true. stepped up overall and just filled it. Like Pavelski has a little bit, but like again he's thirty six years old. Yeah, and he's I fallen mean, you off. Can't expect him. You exactly. can't expect him to play 20 minutes a night and him be extremely effective. Yeah. Well, and he's not and supposed to be our number one goal scorer. The fact that Pavelski's our number one goal scorer probably says more bad about mm-hmm. the other players than it is good for him. Right. Yeah. And that's and the, and see that's a good analogy because when you look at my mind goes to uh Buffalo. So, at least we're not Buffalo, right? I I I I I'm so thankful we're not Buffalo, because uh, when you look at their top goal scorer, they have Sam Reinhart who scored 11 goals. And the only reason why I know this is because I watched a, a hockey guy video about the Buffalo Sabers, and their three top scorers for that team have six combined goals. So Eichel, um, Olafson, and uh, Skinner. And when when there are certain players up at the top of the the goal scoring charts, like Lazar, Lazar should not be one of your top goal scorers, and Pavelski shouldn't be our top goal scorer either. But he has to be because we don't have any any people to play to play center right now. So yeah. uh, I, I I'm just f- very frustrated with this season, and 
I feel, and now that we're sitting here talking about it, this is almost like a like a therapist session for for me with the stars. Hopefully it, for it's you all too. <laughs> hopefully it's for everybody else too. But it, it, it's just frustrating because it feels like that this team is so good and we should be doing well and and, and we're so close to winning all of these games. We just need just just a little bit extra or or just this one thing needs to go right and we'll be okay. And it just seems like each time there's something that falters. Something different, yeah. Either Ottinger doesn't make the save that he normally does, or our special teams really suck, or uh, we don't get the goal at the time that we need it. Like if if we if Rope had scored that goal thirty seconds before yeah. before before that, it, it'd be a two two. It'd be a two two one. Well. And, yeah, I, I'd agree. Well, two to you. one, and then the Dickinson goal came I, we later. We would have kept the pressure on, I think. Right, I think you're correct. Okay, and then here's another uh, another one more stat that that's frustrating to me over the past couple games, is that the, the only time the Stars seem to score goals is when. Any idea? Uh, recently, six on five. <laughs> so okay, so six on five, or in the last ten minutes of the third period. And that's when the sense of urgency goes up. So yeah, we've talked about that too. Sense... That's got to happen sooner, right? I, I I imagine that's where you're going, but I got right. excited about the point because I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> right. So that's so that's the that's the point. The sense of urgency is is just not there, and it's got to, it's. We played great at the beginning of the first period. We played great. We did, but I still felt that sense of urgency was not there. And in the back of your mind, and and at this point, with the way this season is going, you've got to be thinking, I don't want the gang to get away from us. And if we don't score a goal now, when we have the pressure and we're pushing on this team, and we're, I mean, we spent the entire first period in the, in the Detroit zone. You've got to be thinking in the back of your head that they're going to, we're going to make one mistake and they're going to go the other way, and it's going to go in the back of our net. At the, the way that this season is going, <laughs> and, and and that's happened. I what multiple times. We're, seven we've, we've, seven games, six seven games. It's feel it's felt like now that we've well, had and, an opportunity. And way more in individual periods. We're like, yeah, we won that period, and and we're down we're by down. one goal in that period. <laughs> right. So like, I mean, I would say the second period we kind of got. Yeah, the second period they, was they, not they, as they good. Started to push back, and and it yeah. was kind of more equal. But the third period, again, we dominated, and they still scored. And then the first yeah, period, they had we one scoring chance in the third scored. period, and they scored on it. So, and, and yeah, the first period is really where it is. Like when we're playing that good, somebody has to decide to score. Like you, you got to say we've got to score now. I agree with that sense of urgency, and I think it should be there anytime we're playing well. Like we've got to score now. We can't wait and be like, oh, goals will come. We're playing good. We've got to be like, no, we've got to go now. So I, right. I like that point. I like that point a lot. This I want to talk about emergency. one. Yeah, I want to talk about one more stat, which has sucked a lot recently, and that's the power plays. No one can score a power play goal except Joe Pavelski on this team. Apparently, <laughs> they've sucked on power plays a lot. Like, I think Haskinen and Klinger should just shoot more, and I think Gurionov has also stopped doing his one timer, which is stupid. He should be doing what he did in the playoffs, and every time he gets the puck, it's immediately shot. He shouldn't be trying to make passes. He should 
get the puck and shoot it like he's like he's Ovechkin because he has that good of a one timer. Like he should shoot the one timer every chance he has. So, and we've got to another thing. We've got to get that pass to him. Like it seems like he hasn't been getting that pass, and that's why he stopped doing because he doesn't expect to get it. He doesn't expect to get a what good one timer pass. So and, that and has again, to it, I'll, I'll I'll jump on your point with my point. It, the, when we have the power plays, that sense of urgency, that sense of let's go and get a goal is not there. Well, and not just let, sure. not just let's go and get a goal. We need a goal. We have the chance. We've got to do it. Well, not, not do even it now. need a goal. <laughs> we 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 have to get a goal. Not need. Yeah. We have to get a goal. And there there's more urgency with the word have than there is with need. Man, I'm starting to sound like a. I'm a band teacher, not an English teacher. I need to stop that. But <laughs> sarcastic but, remarks, English connotation <laughs> lessons. There you go. Yeah, lessons with Ryan. Um, it, it, it's just that sense of urgency from this team. It, it's it, and it's always there players. in the last ten minutes, which is why right, it's so and frustrating. That's the frustrating because it's there. And, and, we can see it, and they just don't do it whenever in the middle of the games. It seems like. Right, exactly, and it. Even though they are missing a lot of players, they're putting up a fight. They are, and and they're and they're doggy paddling. I mean, we're almost close to drowning. We really yeah. are. Yeah, we're keeping close to five hundred, which is the only reason I'm still feeling hope. Like if we start dipping now, like I expect this game we're gonna win, and we'll be back to five hundred, and I'll feel much better about myself. <laughs> I don't know why that number makes me feel better, but it does. And then I'll feel like okay, we're we're right there. So like if we if we can get above five hundred, I still feel like we have a chance. But if as soon as we get below five hundred and then we lose three games in a row or something, that's gonna that's gonna be tough to to pull out of. And we're getting later in the later later in the season for us not to make a run. The good thing is, Chicago There's still a lot of hockey to play, and Chicago has oh, been playing yeah, worse. And, and that too, Chicago we, has fallen off their hot start a little bit. But yeah, they're, they're still fourth in the now. division because the rest of the teams below them can't seem to figure it out. Columbus has been playing just as bad as we have. Uh, Nashville has not been playing well. Detroit has been playing better as of late. But uh, still, it, it, it's 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 like who's the biggest loser for fourth place? Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's what I think is going to happen now. I think now that Chicago's kind of fallen off of the face of the earth, like like there's they're bad skill is finally catching up to them like all right dumpster fire to fourth place <laughs> and i think if we can stay at 500 and get sagan and bishop back and actually have a actual starting goalie who is a, a great goalie then we can we can get there so easily i just don't think it's that far off as long as we stay at 500 like as long as we can hold on to that i feel like there's a chance and all we gotta do is win the dumpster race to fourth place. Well, and it's so. There's your hope for the for, for the for the episode. So, <laughs> all right, next game. Let's yep. get on it. First, yeah, big question: Who's starting? <laughs> Let's I just go know, with man. the hardest question. Uh, that is a hard one. Ottinger, uh, I'm gonna say Ottinger. E- even though he he did let in a bad goal, he didn't let in four bad goals on eight shots. Eh, I think he let in two bad goals. <laughs> I, I he did to, not I let in four let bad goals go. in eight shots. I I, I need tough. to let that go. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, okay, so... they weren't four bad goals, but still, four goals and eight shots. Hey, you got to save one of those. <laughs> Sorry, Dobby. We love you, man. We appreciate you for what you did for us, but like, we're trying. We got to make the playoffs again, man. Yeah. So this is Maybe my we... thought process of leaving Ottinger. If you're gonna say he's the number one goalie, then he's the number one goalie. And like, but if you but bonus if you start is not him... coming out and saying that. He started in four and games then, in a row. As far as I'm concerned, he started in four games in a row. Dobby was completely ready to go, and he started Ottinger. That means he's the starting goalie. So if he's going to play a bad game and you're going to take him out because of it, that's just going to put your goalies on edge. Then they're not going to play as good. Ride a guy. If he if you want him to be the starting goalie, it, then when he plays a bad game, you put him right back in and tell, tell him to redeem himself. If you keep saying, all right, one bad thing and we're yanking you. Like... Who, who can play well knowing that if they have an off night, they're out the next game? Like, I think that's a, that's a terrible idea. If you want to say he's the starter, and when you start in four straight games in this schedule, there's not, like, that's what you're saying. You're saying this guy is playing better. Then write him out and trust your gut. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I like that. Yeah. Uh, but Let you could say the same play. thing about, you could say the same thing about Dobby, though. Cause he he, he decided he changed his mind. He changed it. He said he changed it to Ottinger as the starter. Dobby had multiple bad games in a row. That's fair. If you say Ottinger had one bad game, the first bad one of his rookie career, and then you yank him, that's way more sudden. If he has two more pretty off games, I would say yeah, the conversation is back again, and we'll we'll trade him off. But if you're gonna start him four games in a row, you're saying he's the starter. Leave him in there. And, and and then I would play Dobby on Sunday because of the back to back. Just because. Be, because, because of the back to back. Because of yeah yeah. Uh, maybe, but uh, again, Dobby or Dobby Ottinger is a twenty-two year old guy, so. So he needs the confidence. Maybe he, he can needs handle confidence it. from his coach. And 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 maybe. Bonus came to that realization that this whole flip-flopping goalies thing is not working for the stars. And having that consistency in that is very important. And he just decided, you know, Ottinger's the better goaltender right now. We're going to ride him. And to, to your point, maybe that's what he's doing. Um, oh, one thing real quick where we're talking about bones and rookies and stuff. Oh, so on, tu- on Tuesday, on Tuesday... We pushed the game to overtime, right? Mm-hmm. We started... Who started that game? Was it... It was Foxa, Cagliano, and Lindell started the overtime. Mm-hmm. You know who didn't see a second of ice time in overtime? Robertson? Denis Gurionov. One of the Stars' top scorers did not touch the ice in overtime against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And he said it's because he's having a bad game. I don't care if he's having a bad game. He's Dennis freaking Gurionov. He can score a goal at will, it seems like, sometimes. Like, all it takes is one thing to go his way, and he can go score a goal. It doesn't matter if he's having a bad game. If Ben's having a bad game, you're still putting him out there in overtime. That's so dumb. I don't know what it is about Gurionov and Bones, but he has no faith in him at all. Like, like last season... He's, he's our top goal scorer. The beginning of the season, he was in the AHL. Are you kidding me? Like, I don't know what it is, why the staff doesn't like Gurionov, 
But, like, it doesn't matter. He's one of your top goal scorers. Play him. Okay, move on. <laughs> Rants by Christian Chambers. That pisses me off, dude. Play Gurionov. <laughs> well, uh, well, since you brought up rookies, uh, let's bring out Delandria. I thought he still what? played good. And I think he has a chance to okay. score where Caro and whatever the other guy's name, I don't even freaking know, don't. They don't have a chance to score, ever. So I don't know why he's ever out. It's frustrating. He's ready to so, play. Give him a chance. So I, I do have to mention this, and I think Razor was waiting for the chance to say this. It was like one of the first things he said on the broadcast. But uh, Cogliano was not able to go uh, because of an illness, and that's like the f- he's missed like very few games in his 14 NHL career. Yeah, 14 he, NHL he was, season he was, career. He held like the Iron Man kind of right. award. Right. For like three seasons, right? Oh, it was longer Something than like that. that. But uh, they put Kiviranta on that line. So instead of the FCC or the CDC, it's now the KFC line. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> I love Razor. <laughs> oh, it, you know, it, they're just going to keep finding ways to make that third line into like a, a, a funny acronym of some kind. And it was, it great. was awesome. I love it. Um, but uh, I don't know if I liked that addition of Kiviranta on that third line. No, I did uh, not. I much I understand that Dickinson is a center and everything, but I would have much preferred to see him on that line with Foxa and. Uh, he, he. We just Como. need him. To take, we have no one else to take draws though. Like Rather we literally that, don't. That's the problem. That's exactly the problem right there. And. Uh, you know, but yeah, I don't expect that line to be a thing <laughs> ever again. Uh, well, hopefully Cogliano just comes right back in. So, um, all right. Uh, what else do we got to see from the stars uh, on Saturday, Sunday? Well, they got a power play that actually scores. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I feel like that's the only thing you should be practicing right now is to score a power play goal because that's another trend this season. So one trend is that we just can't score a goal when we need it. The other one is special teams have sucked, and we lose the special teams battle every puck. game. Yeah, the special teams battle overall we lose that that battle. And especially and in a season we... where they're calling more penalties, that sucks. It's killing us. And especially when, you know... When we win the special teams battle, we've won the game. Yeah, every time. Every time. Every time we won the special teams battle, even if goaltending has let us down a little bit, we've won the game. And special so, teams is a very coaching thing. Like, yeah, the difference in coaching on special teams, that's where you can see it the most. That's why I think it's so frustrating. Like, I don't know. I don't know who's the special teams coach. I tried to look it up. I couldn't find it, but... Whoever it is, come on, well, dude. It's frustration all the way across. So, all right, and, and that comes with no practice too. Like, how are we supposed to get better at it if we never have a practice day? So, it, weird season. It, it, it's just it's even just weirder for us. It sucks every time. So, I I I kind of listen to the uh, opposing team's broadcast for a little bit sometimes, and every time, the opposing team's broadcast always talks about how crazy our schedule is. So like it's not everybody doesn't have our schedule. Our schedule is nuts. Even even other teams looking at us who are in the same season 
are like, dang, oh, their schedule yes. sucks. <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, let me mention this because this ticked me off. I was like, you got to be kidding me, right? So I was listening to the uh, LFR videos that Steve Dangle does, which, by the way, if you don't, uh, if you haven't watched one of his videos, it, it's hilarious. It's you don't funny. even have to be a Leafs fan to enjoy it. He goes through the video. He's 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 really funny. Go watch his videos. But um, on one of his videos, he was talking about you know what was upcoming for the uh, for the Leafs. They have four days off. They played a back to back, and then they have another four days off. <laughs> Imagine. It I could be us. <laughs> I I cannot believe that. Okay, and one more stat I want to leave y'all with, and we'll, we'll close it up because it, it, this is getting long. We've been talking a long time. That's uh, what happens when we don't do it for a while. Uh, the last stat I, wanna, I wanted to talk about is the games in hand that we have over the other teams in our division, and we're going to continue to have that for a little while, but uh, it, it's slowly going to start trickling back up to where we catch up to everybody else. Um, everybody's talking about, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, we're trading water, we're – we're slightly drowning, but we're okay right now. We're just wait, trying to wait for Ben and Sagan. Uh, ben and Sagan. Bishop yeah, and Sagan. I, I was thinking Ben, Bishop, yeah. Bishop and Sagan to get back. And we have those games in hand. Well, here's the problem. When you have those games in hand, you have to win those games in hand. <laughs> that is I mean, that's, that's, that's great. That's great. You have games in hand, but you have to win those games. <laughs> Like, everyone's like, oh, well, if we win the next five games, then we're right up there in the top of the division again. Yeah. You're not going like, to win the next Great. five games. <laughs> you, you gotta, you, but you have to win five games in a row to do that. Yeah, That's and, not likely. I think the, the, right the now, important stat to look at, especially just because we're, we're, still, we're still five games behind the, pretty much every other team in our division that matters. We're, right, we're I think three. there's one other team no, that there were three behind or four behind or something. Yeah, something uh, like yeah, that. But the look. stat y'all should be looking at right now is point percentage. So in point percentage, we're like right at where Columbus is pretty much. So so points right now, we're second to last in the in the division. We're obviously not worse than Nashville. Nashville is worse than us. That is a undeniable fact. <laughs> well, yeah, but now we are. If you look at points percentage, which a we lot are of below teams Columbus because Columbus has been playing below, better. Right, we are below Columbus now. All right, but so by, we have by one win. Right. Okay, so the good news is, and like you said, is that the, the top three teams in our division, uh, we have... They're gonzo. Only... They're, we're donezo. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're only three... We only have three games in hand over those teams. But those now, teams don't Nash... matter. Those teams are going to be the top three teams. We're, That's done. Yes, more than likely. And then, so, so then over, Car- over, excuse me, over Chicago, we have five games in hand. Five. Columbus, we have five. Nashville, we have four. Detroit, we have five. So the teams that we have to beat, those teams have already played those games. So that helps a little bit. But at the same time, you got to win those games. You have to win. If you're going to say, oh, well, if we win those five games, which Chicago has, if you add 10 points to our total right now, that puts us in fourth place in the division. But at the same time, you have to win. We're not going to win all games. five. Yeah. So don't right. hold on to that. Look at point percentage. That kind of tells more of the story, I think, right now. 
Well, it, it just tells you that three of the teams in our division are whipping up on everybody else right yeah, now. Yeah, those three so. teams are gone. We're not going to get first, second, or third. That's done, so. So anybody who's still thinking about that, stop. You're wrong. Right. So it, it, we just underperformed this year so far. So. Uh, well, right. as as expected a little bit when we have those guys out. And Dobby okay. doesn't do what he did. <laughs> right. That, that doesn't help, so. No. Okay. All right. We're kind of talking in circles now. So, do we got anything else to talk about, Chris? Or are we good? Uh, Detroit bad. Red colors bad. Little Caesars not good. Arena name. <laughs> Joe Lewis, bring back. Uh, at least we're not the Sabers. Yes. <laughs> the, hey, there's the title for the there's the title yeah. for the episode right there. At, at least, least we're not, we're the, not Sabres. the Sabers. <laughs> That would be worse. Okay. Uh, yeah, that would be much worse. So, uh, all right. Uh, huge shout out real quick to UNT. UNT won their March Madness game. And yeah. Upset. So, good for Suck them. Suck it, Boilermakers. Yeah. Good, good for them to see that. And then also the other big upset of the night was uh, that Oral Roberts defeated Who? OSU. Ohio Who? State. That's Oral not a school. Roberts. That sounds like a slur. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, we're going to end it there tonight. Uh, thank you guys for listening in. Uh, along with Chris, I'm Ryan, uh, and this has been Starcastic Remarks. You can follow us on Twitter at StarcasticR, like us on Facebook, follow us also on Instagram at Starcastic Remarks Podcast, and also on our YouTube channel where we put our lovely faces on that channel. Mine's a little shaky uh, because it's in my lap. Yep. Uh we will catch you guys uh, after the game on Saturday. And then uh, there won't be a Sunday P- PGR because we have our live radio show uh, Sunday what? at 9 what? Central, 10 Eastern. So uh, go and listen to 365 Sportscast Radio and Network uh, on their website, 365sportscast.com. And uh, you can also ask Alexa to play 365 Sportscast. You can listen to us there. So for post game, right. true post game. Imagine true post game. Yeah, we're gonna we'll be the Owen Newkirk and uh, Bruce Levine, but not not as we do we do post those later though, right? Yes, yeah, they will be up on the podcast uh, post later on that evening. But no video like this. So. No videos. Yeah, no video because it is radio. Okay, all right, enough of us talking. Good night, guys. Have a good night.